right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Hey, it's Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And it's presented by our friends at CarParts.com, the smarter way to shop for all your vehicle's replacement, collision, maintenance, and repair part needs. Check them out now, CarParts.com. Hey, 90-day uh, return satisfaction guarantee, by the way. 90 days. I marriage does not last that long. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly kidding on that, Bird. Slightly kidding on that. <laughs> um, hey, man, have you ever just you yourself, how many cars you painted? Just on your own. Well, I got into I got into body work when I first got into cars, right? 16, 17, okay. 18, 19. That, um, and it was all, you know, the grunt, sanding, prepping, Bondo, all that stuff. Um, but I've never sprayed a full car. You know, I've always been around a, a booth where, where's the most talented guy that's going to spray it because I just spent however many weeks prepping this thing and I've always been uh -huh. afraid to screw it up. Or, you know, when I've got a little bit more confidence uh, in my spray ability, it's, I don't feel like I've got a clean enough space to do it, you know, like, and I, I think that's huge is having a place where, you know, you've got a clean environment so you can get down and lay a, a good paint job. Cause man, everybody knows how much time goes into prepping and I get, I get scared going into that final stage. So yeah, full on car paint. Uh-uh. I haven't done it. I got to tell you, man. So me and my pops, one of the coolest things my pops ever did, man, I had this 71 Dodge Charger first car, uh, and I wanted to paint it because it had this ugly blue, uh, and I wanted to darken it up a little bit, make it look cool, get a cool little stripe on it. So I go get the whole body prep work, work with my dad on all the knowledge and know-how, go to spray it. My, br my brother literally armor all his tires right in front of mine on a windy day, uh, so fish-eyed, one whole side. Yeah. So it took the whole week to get it all prepped again, ready again, made sure there was nothing around it and i sprayed it in my dad's garage in lexington kentucky when i was like 17 years old and it actually dude i was i, I would be proud of that paint job today it turned out great no no uh, way no way yeah. uh -uh. In, a, in a garage well great as a garage paint job could be but i you know what i'd be proud of it for a first paint job today yeah no for sure uh, for sure. I, I really would, man. Uh, and it's all about, you know, keeping that area clean. And one of the guys we have on today, it's all about helping people paint, right? And making sure that finished product is something you're going to be just proud of when you look back. Everybody likes giving their car the look back. And you all know the look back. Um, but when you do, man, you're like, yeah, it's a dime. Or that thing turned out great. Or I love the look uh, and how it all came together. Nothing nothing can blow that up like a like a great paint job and nothing can ruin it like a a bad paint job well that's the thing man it's a win or lose but uh you know with a little bit of skill a little bit of time a little bit of prep right in the right conditions you too can lay down a killer killer job and 
I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of uh, projects on a car that you can do. Uh, like like when you mow your lawn, you look back and you go, well, that looks pretty good. You know, you mow, you got a little pride in, in some accomplishment. There is probably no greater like turnaround than once you spray a car. You can spend weeks, oh, yeah. months prepping sheet metal, fixing rust, you name it, replacing panels, all the blocking, the sanding, whatever, and it still just looks bleh. You go into that paint booth and a couple hours later, out rolls this one color shiny beautiful thing and man that's that's payback right there yeah man. few people get it as as great i think as a painter amen to that and one of the first guests we're going to have on today allows people to paint their cars and gives them that opportunity to do so in a way where you never be able to do it if you were to if you had to go buy a full on paint booth. You know, you you go into a body collision shop and you know, those guys are paying you know fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars for those things. Uh, it's it's crazy what it costs. It's crazy what it costs to get a car painted nowadays, bro. You know, I had the fire at my house. They gave me an estimate on my Cadillac CTSV, twenty nine thousand dollars for the paint job, and it's like, oh my god, you're looking at crazy amounts of money now to paint your car but what if you could do it just as clean just as righteous and you got to keep the paint booth shut up that's what i'm talking about we'll have our boy tom williams from mobile environmental solutions on with us in just a minute we have a quick break it's two guys garage podcast he's kevin bird i am willie b we're back in just a minute It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie Beats, presented by CarParts.com. You know, I'm telling you, if you have not checked out their mobile experience, CarParts.com, the mobile app, dude, it's designed with the driver and their vehicle in mind. It's got a little vehicle selector. I love this part. You just enter. Guess what? Guess what, man? Guess what? Make you're model year. You're making yep. model. Come on. <laughs> you're making model for 50 bucks. And then shop away, man. Shop away. God, huge savings, and, and they came at just the right time in the market. We're also used to ordering online and having things just delivered to our door. That's it. Bink, bink. Yeah. Boop, there it is. We're getting lazy. Yeah. We get lazy. Well, think about this, Kev. If you could walk out back to your shop, right, and in the corner of your shop, there's this, I don't know, there's a big white, um, not sure quite what it is until you roll the pallet out and start kind of undoing it, and all of a sudden you see, well, my goodness, that looks to be a, a paint booth. What? And it's there rolling and ready to roll in like literally like five minutes. That's how long it no, takes to blow these things up. Not a and paint booth. All set. It, it's amazing. Their boy Tom Williams with Mobile Environmental Solutions came up with the idea years ago. And I believe it was from Bedliner, right? You were doing some Bedliner stuff, right? That's it. We're doing, we're doing mobile sprint Bedliners for the dealerships. Because basically, I mean, think about it. You go buy a truck and you have to bring it back and schedule an appointment because you want the Bedliner to be rolled into financing. They got to go send a truck out, and it's gone for a day, and everything else. Where we set it up to the customer's truck never leaves a dealership. With that being done, and spraying a high pressure, high temp, uh, you know, a quality spray bedliner, we had to have a way to contain the overspray, and that's what originally started it. And then it just went so much further, and actually had to break away with a separate company to start the the spray booths. So the spray booths use air movers. I mean, the things are up in no time flat. But a lot of people are shocked. A lot of big-time painters can't believe how much how much air you move. It's a positive pressure booth. So when you zip up, you feel this burst. And you guys are moving airs. Everything about the architect of this, this paint booth 
is designed to be really easy from the filters and how you move it and, and get that done to, to being able to replace them. I mean, the whole thing is just slick, man. I appreciate it. It's, it's real simple. We try to keep it, you know, not to, to over-engineer it. And a lot of people look at it and go, why didn't I think of that? Or there's nothing to it. Uh, reality is it took us two years to get it where it is today or, you know, to get it there. Multiple different blowers, multiple different, you know, testing the cross flow design, where to put the inlet inlet filters, where to put the exhaust and really get it dialed in. But the last six, seven years, it's just been looking in the rear rearview mirror. It's been good. Oh, it's brilliant. I, I do the same thing. We've got them on the show. We've used it so many times and it's amazing. And I think, why didn't I think of that? Because it is so awesome. I mean, th if you think about uh, a shop that's painting every day, yeah, maybe you want to drop 60, 70 K, you got a full legit, you know, space you're taking up all the time to paint. But you know, a lot of shops, uh, you know, whether it's the individual guy or just a shop, they're painting cars, you know, every other week, whatever they need a paint booth. Uh, but they don't want to invest that much money. They don't want to take that much space. So to be able to deflate it, roll it up, put on a little pallet, stick it in the corner. Uh, but as soon as you need to spray stuff, it's up and ready. It's super clean. It does everything you want a paint booth to do. It's even got windows all the way around. So you get all this ambient light. So it's a great working space. Uh, but the key is it's super clean so you can get a perfect paint job, but you can get it out of your way. You can use that same space in your parking lot, maybe inside your building if you want to set it up in there, exhaust it out, wherever, and then it's gone. You can use that same space to build, prep, put a car back together, fab, whatever, right? Yeah, and I guarantee, man, when you have a clean environment to paint in, you're gonna have naturally just a just a better, better paint job all the way around. That's a killer of, of paint jobs is you know having dirt, debris, stuff flying around in the air, uh, and you're just not paying attention. This is a great way to get an awesome paint job. You know, the same that you would out of you know the 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 collision repair shop down the road that paid seventy grand for theirs, and you some friends because I don't know about you, Kevin, but all my friends are car guys. People I hang out invite over to my house for car guys. I go hang out at car guy's house. I try to make my wife car guy related, and she's not really into that. But honestly, if you have four, five, six friends, I mean, that's a smart move to go in, buy one of these, keep it at one of your shops, and talk about a little side hustle, making money on the side, and how cool that would be to have you, your friends, or have a communal paint booth. Like, hey, man, well, I'm going to paint the car, man. I'm using the booth for the next couple of weeks. And I'll go in and, you know, do it together. It's smart, man, and affordable. Yeah, it's definitely been a dream of mine for my whole life is to have a paint booth, right? Uh, and, and everywhere I've moved, it's like, I don't have, I don't have space. I have only so much room in my shop or only so much room in my yard to have another paint booth or have a dedicated space like that. But this is something that, you know, for me could fulfill that dream. And, and right? Tom builds them. How many sizes you got now? You got all kinds, right? 28 different standard sizes, and then we can custom build whatever you need. Like right now, we're, we're doing a build right now for a guy that he wants to build to have a prep area right next to his paint booth. So it'll be a, a dual room uh, unit, one unit that turns around and preps, sands, does everything there, then turns around and pulls the car out and moves it right next door and has a paint deal. I mean, you talk about a, a basically a portable body shop. That's incredible, man. And I'm telling you, you're going to find out in just a minute. Our next guest is all about how to get that car, how to get that ride ready to paint, uh, as well as that, that area. And you really have provided a, a panacea for that. For people that can't, say, afford uh, a paint booth, you give them options and friends options to really turn it into a side hustle, uh, have a great 
you know, just when you're throwing paint, Kev, you've seen this, how many times you have debris in the air in the shop or garage come in and, you know, get in the clear. <laughs> or you How know, many times? Oh. If you don't have the right environment, every time. Yeah. <laughs> there is no clean air anywhere unless you filter it out. Like, it's just the bottom line. Yeah. You know? And, and this place does Rattle it. canning or not, you know, whether you're full on, you know, with a sprayer or you're rattle canning, like, it doesn't matter what you got. It's going to get dirt and debris on it, you know? And, Tom, before we get out of here... Don't you use and utilize parts that people can go get when they need to get newer parts for it or filters or whatever, just at like Home Depot? We we use a standard paint pocket filter. I mean, we have it on our on our website, but it's a, okay. It's a, it's the same ninety nine percent capacity exhaust filter that uh, the EPA requires, and then you can see it in it. You know, it's a permanent style paint booth. Yeah, man. So the same thing they're using positive pressure makes them in all kinds of sizes custom if you need something like that but it's a great way to literally pack a paint booth in the corner of your shop roll it out when you're ready man put the fit and finish and the bling on it and you know change the color every couple months if you want who cares if you have a paint booth like that why not hey willie yeah you know what i'm gonna ask santa for next year paint booth yeah <laughs> <laughs> my man tom where do people find you bro www.mobileenvironmentalsolutions.com. Mobileenvironmentalsolutions.com. Go see some of the crazy, awesome things that they painted in his booth. Mobileenvironmentalsolutions.com. Hey, Matt Love, Tom, we appreciate it. Keep on doing great things, bro. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right. Mobileenvironmentalsolutions.com. Hey, coming up, we got a break now, but when we come back, how about prepping that car and making it ready? I mean, is it just a matter of, you know, hit it with some 420 and you're done? You're good to go after that, right, Bird? It's as easy as that. <laughs> At the time, it might feel right, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to look like that, too. But a guy is going to yep. open up his bags of tricks and help all of us be better at painting. More on that after the break. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast, Kevin Bird and Willie B. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast presented by CarParts.com. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we have Raymond Harrison on with us today. Now, Raymond has been a long time buddy. I got a funny story. We painted the car on a weekend because my dog chased a bird. And that's the honest to God truth, Kev. Um, I had a bird trapped in my garage. I had my matte black Corvette at the time. It was about 900 horsepower. I was getting ready to do a car show. And my dog stayed in the garage that night and chased that bird all night. And guess where he went? All over my Corvette. Oh, no. Yes. And had a big car show, a debut. Um, (laughs) At the the time, that car held a world record for stock bottom end horsepower. Anyway, Raymond and I tackled it, mostly Raymond at the time. uh, And we blew that car back to its matte black finish in in a weekend. And that's why I really understood – a little bit about Raymond. He's a great teacher when it comes to how to get your car ready to paint. A lot of people, they just miss the boat. There's so many things they don't do, forget about, you know, don't know about. Oh, man. Oh. So many steps. Well, like you were talking about, uh, your brother was putting some armor on the tires. You know, first first car I painted, uh, you know, let my buddy spray it. He, he was, you know, a full-time body shop guy, but I was the kid. You know, I did all the work, all the grunt, spent forever stripping it down. Same thing, got it all prepped up, put it in the booth sprayed it fish eye everywhere oh, yeah, now it turns out it was a you know some kind of chemical problem from the the paint company 
You know, they gave me new paint, but I had to go and restrip everything down again. Yeah. Like it is just brutal. The same thing. Anything can cause fish eye, debris, you know, problems. Uh, there is so many steps, like you said, and if you miss one, oh, it's disastrous. Well, that's why we have Raymond oh. Harrison on. And Raymond, man, it, you know, I love flipping through channels on Saturday. You know, a lot of times I catch this great show called Two Guys Garage. I love those guys, by the way. <laughs> Not uh, favorite. Those guys rock. On at least one of them. <laughs> um, but I always get surprised because, dude, every time I turn on TV, you're painting on some TV show. Um, are you the guy they always call to clean up messes? What's the deal with that? Well, uh, no, not really. I, I do get clean, called to clean up quite a few messes, but, um, you know, I, I got a little bit of knowledge, so uh, people seek me out and ask for my help. Well, you know, give some people some help. What are people, when you're thinking about, you know, we're talking about fish eyes, and they've cursed any painter at some point. <laughs> uh, what are common steps that people miss? And let's just go, you know, let's go on the lines of, say, you can't afford a, you know, an honest paint booth or don't work at a collision shop, don't have access to a $70,000 paint booth. You might be fortunate enough to have a few thousand dollars in your pocket and grab yourself one of those mobile environmental solutions, um, you know, blow-up type paint booths that I think are really good. Um, but what if, you know, what if you're a weekend warrior and you got this righteous ride, but you're a budget-busting fool and you can't, you know, you can't do anything but paint it right there? Do you have some things that could help out the average Joe when it comes to making sure that ride of his turns out the way he wants? Well, you know, you've, you've hit on a couple of things already, the fish eyes, the environmental aspect of it. Uh, it's It gets every one of us i mean i've had it happen to me uh i actually painted a vehicle next to a chinese restaurant and when they fired up the <laughs> they fired up the uh the grills it fish out all down the side of it it was a it was a, a tri-stage monte carlo it was a gorgeous color but once that oh. happened it was all over with <laughs> uh, who would have thought you'd get taken out by a chinese restaurant next door you know that's how Sensitive. Hey, a bucket scoop be, gets you, know? you every time. Bucket <laughs> scoop's hating. hating. Um, That's the poo-poo platter right there, man. That's what. Hey, so Raymond, what about people that are, you know, obviously they need to look out for things like that. What's something you would tell them to address? Is it adhesion? Is it a tack cloth? Is it, you know, making sure the car is wiped down? And and what about that final wipe down? Where do you do it? You do that while you're in the paint booth. Kind of walk us through where you would go if it was your car and you had these kind of options in front of you? Well, with me, I always pressure wash before it ever go, goes into the shop to do anything to it anyway, try and get all the, whatever's on it off. Uh, you know, you don't want, you don't want to pull one in and, and just wipe it down and, and somebody's armor all the tires or underneath the, you know, a lot of people put dressing on their engine bay, you know, on the hoses and stuff. If you miss that, the whole paint job's going to get ruined. So, yeah, you just got to do a thorough cleaning before you ever bring it into your shop. And once it's in, I always tell everybody, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. Clean, clean, clean. I always clean a car at least three times. And I, I'll take it through steps of prep saw, then a water base. And sometimes I just use uh, alcohol just to kill the static on it, which helps with, you know, getting hairs and fine stuff. It kind of kills the static in the air and keeps that aspect from biting you in the butt too. So. What what kind of alcohol? Like you know, Jose guess, Cuervo, Jameson. What what are you what are you putting on it? Well, you can use both those, but uh, <laughs> no, I use I use denatured alcohol. Um, you know, okay. you, you can get it at Home Depot or anywhere else that sells it for fuel. It says denatured alcohol. It says fuel on it, but I cut it seventy percent to thirty percent distilled water, 
works great for uh, killing static on like plastic parts and stuff like that, where you don't want to use a cleaner that that's a solvent based because they create static and that can create a whole nother issue for you. Uh, but yeah, it just it just thoroughly cleans your entire panel. And that's that's my last step before I go to my tack rack. Okay, so it's clean everything with denatured alcohol after you cut it, and then you go to a tack rag, uh, wipe down the whole car, and then what happens after that? Well, after that, I'll go around it one more time, blow it down, tack it again, and uh, just make sure, look at every bit of it, and make sure I didn't put any type of smudge from my tack rag or something like that onto it, and just get ready to rock and roll. It's time for paint okay. at that point, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now when you're thinking about material to 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 you know that you're going to put the paint on do people mess up when it comes to certain fillers certain primers like what about that should people be aware of and kind of know uh when they're thinking about what's going to react with the paint or what might kind of you know chemical reaction might occur well that can happen fortunately if uh, most people do a little bit more homework and you know we have the wonders of youtube and stuff now and people do research it a lot more than they used to um but if you stick with with a certain product throughout then you should be safe i mean yes you can use a cheaper primer and go over top of it with a with a decent sealer and base coat clear coat stuff like that um but if especially if you're but if you're on a budget which i know we're discussing all about budgets right now uh, but to me the ones you don't want to skimp on are your fillers and your primers because your fillers your cheaper fillers will bleed if you're not careful and your cheaper primers will allow that filler to bleed through and i know you've seen it from some of the old school hot rods that have lacquer on them you'll see that big orange ring in it where somebody's done filler work and that's the peroxide out of the filler bleeding all the way through so so well, where is there room to cut corners? <laughs> uh, you, know? Well, you know, I don't think people mind not cutting corners if it's the right thing. So you're right. Make sure you spend, before you get off that, well, what is the right filler and the right primer, in your opinion, before we ask where you could save on, on other options? Well, um, most of your fillers are pretty middle of the road. I, I use Rage Gold, but, you know, that stuff's $70 a gallon. That's just because of the cars I work on. I require the best to put on my stuff. So, uh, and it's made by Evercoat. And they, of course, they have some middle of the rows that are 30, 40 bucks. Upo has a good one. Um, I just wouldn't go with something that's super cheap, kind of like, looks like a knockoff that's, you know, $12 a gallon because it's going to bite you. Uh, and that stuff's still out there. But hey, you can buy Bondo at Walmart. That's no joke. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can buy Bondo at Walmart. And a, a lot of people do. And, you know, um, unfortunately, if, if you over harden that, then it will bleed right through on you. Just like I was discussing. That's, yeah. I wasn't going to mention that brand name. <laughs> um, but, all right. So you like Rage Gold from Evercoat. Now, what about primers? When do you go with the, you know, kind of a best primer? What's, in your opinion, a better primer? I'll just go with one I'm working on right now. I'm working on a Cobra and everything I'm going with is House of Colors. So, you know, just one quart of my primer is $115, uh, you know, and, and that gets to where, you know, you don't want to spend three, $400 for, for primer for a budget build, 
but you can also go to uh like we discussed in the last uh, one we had uh, you can go to napa they have martin senior which is sherman williams that's a great alternative for somebody to do it yourself or uh, a lot of places online tcp global they have a good line so uh you know it, it's just a matter of shopping and, and seeing what's out there but as long as it's a 2k primer then you should be relatively safe uh the only difference between a cheaper one and a more expensive primer are the that you know the talc and how slick they go on and how smooth they they cut and everything when you go to wet sanding a lot of them will you know with the cheaper fillers in them it's like you'll wear your arms out trying to block something but if you got say the house of color or euro prime or one of those you can cut half a car with one piece of sandpaper. That's just the difference between Pays off are you going to kill yourself? <laughs> and then what about after you get the primer yeah. laid down, what do you use to find low spots? Some people just take a, you know, a, a black paint and, you know, kind of mist it and dust it on, but that's not doing them a real justice, is it? No, no, that's old school technology, and it used to work with lacquer. Uh, when we had lacquer primers, then that paint would actually kind of etch into the lacquer because uh, lacquer really never dries lacquer can it, it continually dries until it cracks basically there's no activator in it so that would work for that stuff but with today's you need odd like we discussed last time i use a dry guide coat powder um, it goes on it looks like graphite like you know pencil shavings and you just rub that on there and it really it really bonds into your primer and it shows every single little flaw that's in there even down to if there's a pinhole that you could not see it's going to show it and it's a dry coat powder huh. i haven't used that before yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh do you just scoop it out with your hand with a scoop do you throw it on the car how do you how do you get it, it on there it comes with a sponge um and you just put it on in a circular motion using the sponge you just kind of flip it over and let a little bit get on the sponge and just rub it on there like 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 you're waxing a car basically it's kind of like the same type of sponge um but it, it really penetrates into your primer and really shows you where you need to do some work because i promise you once you try a dried uh guy coat you'll see everything and it's like oh god <laughs> that's nice okay. all right and it's okay because uh, it'll you know whatever it'll bond in or etch in or fill in cracks it's okay to to leave it in there moving forward do you got to you know blow it out uh, wipe it out well, uh, solvent it out you sanding it out hopefully yeah you want to sand it till it's gone and even even though it's a dry powder, you can wet sand all day long, and water will run ac across this stuff and not wash it off. You have to sand it off. Okay. So it shows you every imperfection. So you want to make sure it's all gone before you move on to your next step. Okay. Yeah, it's like glitter for those girls that dance at in, 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 in you know at the gentlemen's places. Uh, it's it's like that for the car. Uh, it shows absolutely everything tough to get off, but you definitely want it off. Uh, and then, obviously, that's going to make the car, you know, it shows every single imperfection. That's going to make everything in that car just tighten up significantly. Now, what else do you have as far as tips or tricks that may, I don't know, may be good for people out there throwing down a paint job, um, you know, in their own shop? Oh, man, just take your time with it. Have fun with it. That's the main thing. When I first got into this, I wasn't even 
driving yet. I, I was doing paint body work at 13. I couldn't even drive a car yet. <laughs> so, but I, I just enjoyed the work and, and seeing the results of it. And that's the main thing is, you know, just have fun with it. Uh, read your products, make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. Cause you know, a lot of us guys, we just look at pictures. We don't look at directions. And I've had so many people call me and say, well, my face coat went on too thin. Well, you, you, did you read the directions? Cause it says two to one and you did one to one. Now it's too thin. And now it's just going to run off in the floor. So, um, uh, pay attention to your ratios. <laughs> What about what about on the actual compressor itself? What is something people always forget or is flawed when you're thinking about their compressor? Uh, not having a big enough one, and the main thing is having uh, your air clean coming to your car. Because there again, fish eyes, you got to have a good filtration system before it before it gets to the hose that you're going to use to to spray your vehicle with. Um, I recommend you go if you're just doing it. At home, you can get away with the six horsepower, 80 gallon tank. It would be more than enough to, to do what you got to do. But the filtration system, you better spend some money and get some filters on there that can do the job. Uh, I have desiccant beads on mine. Uh, mine's a Develba setup that has two, two cylinders that are full of two pounds of desiccant beads. And basically all they do is, is they pull moisture into themselves and pulls every bit of moisture or dirt debris away from the air so you definitely better have something to to make sure you're clean coming out to the gun and we talked about this last time when when you're tacking off the car and everything make sure you tack off your hoses and everything else because a lot of people they'll just and it kills me to see painters drop a hose in, in the middle of the paint booth floor and not hang it up in between you know coats or whatnot they'll just drop it all the overspray and all the dirt is now on that hose. So that, that's a pet peeve of mine. Just I always make sure the hose is cleaned and tacked off before I ever start, too. That's a good tip. Now, what should someone expect to have to spend on uh, the air quality coming out of the compressor? Oh, man, you, you can get crazy with it if you want to. You can, spend, you can have a dryer system on there that can spend a few thousand. Uh, the the desk and beads. You can do one filter with a smaller filter and you're still going to look at a few hundred dollars. But uh, to really get it good and clean, you're looking at between three and six hundred for a good system. Oh, man. Yeah. But worth yeah. it when you're looking at that car. <laughs> Absolutely worth it. Small price to pay. If you think about it this way, those one set of fish eyes, how much did that just cost you in materials versus <sighs> what those filters would have cost yeah. absolutely man Oof. <laughs> hey and before we let you go what about you know some other things on the car or the environment like what's a good way to keep that environment clean how do you recommend somebody uh, you know tacking down the hose and cleaning that off was a good idea uh what about the area that they're actually going to be spraying in well you know that's a that's a catch-22 of where you're at now if you have a mobile paint booth like the gentleman was on earlier then you're you're in great shape but if you're in your garage or something like that, and that's where, you know, a lot of this goes on, uh, just make sure you clean it out real well, blow out, blow all the walls down, wet the floor, let it sit overnight. Don't re-wet it before you go in there because we all know what's going to happen. You're going to flip the hose up into the side of a freshly painted car with water on it and then you're going to ruin yeah. the car. 
but you know, just make sure you you kind of set yourself up, even if you have to grab some just air conditioning filters and build you a little box to put in your door, and then put a fan opposite side to get you a little bit of a cross. A little box fit, yeah. Uh, that would be ideal. That beats not having anything. So you know, and I've 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 done it. I've seen a lot of people do it. I mean, you can build a little filter box and and throw a couple fans and and you're good to go. I mean, it's not a permanent solution, but it'll get your car done and it'll get you a decent job as long as you clean your garage up. Mosquitoes and gnats are attracted to isocyanate. Isocyanate is what kicks off your clears and your single stages. That's your hardener that's basically the poison that, you know, that will kill us it causes cancer and all that fun stuff but they love it it's like crack to them so as soon as you pull the trigger they're coming to it and you might turn the light off and walk out and think you have a pristine job come in the next day and have 300 of them jokers all over your car stuck oh. so my suggestion is if you're going to do a garage one make sure do it early morning after you know right after the sun comes up the dust kind of the dew kind of settles that's freaking ideal for painting, um, as long as it's not pouring rain and you don't get a ton of moisture. But um, aside from that, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, having a paint booth you go to is optimal. Having a mobile paint booth is fantastic. But there have been people that need to do something, you know, more affordable. And if you're gonna do something, obviously, you're gonna want it to. Uh, to be the best result possible. There's some tricks that will help you do it. So, A. Raymond, always a pleasure, man. We always learn something from you every time we talk to you. Um, we appreciate it. Raymond Harrison, hey, where do people find you uh, socially? Where are you at? Where can people see some of the crazy paint stuff you're doing? Uh, my website is thinredlinepaintspecialist.com. And I'm on Instagram. Thinredlinepaintspecialist. And I'm on uh, Instagram and Facebook. So, the same name. Okay, Thin Red Line Paint Specialist, Raymond Harrison. Thanks for your time, bro. Always a pleasure. Hey, and don't forget about our show. Kevin, do you like when we paint cars on the show? Oh, I love it, man. Like I said, that's where I started, you know, but I just got into yeah. motors. I got into fab and metal and, and kind of lost track of it and uh, always meant to come, you know, full circle, right, and uh, get a space, but just haven't had enough garage ever to do metal, this, that, and paint. So... I love it when we do it on the show, man. It's a good time. Yeah, man. It is a blast. So a couple ways, um, you know, Weekend Warrior style. If you if you you can't afford the other routes, at least do it clean. And, you know, I'm sure you'll be happy as hell with it. <laughs> uh, hey, don't forget about our show, Aaron Weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand. Always a great way to find us. Thanks to our guest, Tom, and our boy, Raymond. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B., our producer, Scoop, and our executive producer, Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com, and share your thoughts with us on social, man. We're everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, Two Guys Garage Podcast is a copyright 2021 Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. So, hey, man, have you ever seen somebody paint a car, and then they tell you they painted it in their garage or something like that, and you're blown away at how clean it turned out? Because I do see those you on occasion. Occasionally, like usually you, someone goes, "Hey, I painted this in my car, and I'm and I'm ready to go." Awesome, dude! And you walk up and you go, "Ooh, you did paint that in your garage." Right? I mean, right? <laughs> there, there are definitely those, but on occasion, man, I got a couple old schooly hot rod guys, man, 
it, it's just oh a, without a doubt oh man you get a guy that knows what he's doing yeah and you can you can bust out something real nice but yeah it's good but yeah it takes hey. all the tips that raymond just dropped yeah and a whole bunch more <laughs> then you come out looking shiny and spiffy exactly. and like a man there you go all right well, look we'll catch you guys on the next two guys garage podcast take care see you guys Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.